0: Hey, it's Scott Bischoff coming to you for Detroit Lions podcast. A little chilly. Um, and the zipper is not working. Uh, coming off a big win last week against the Packers, and it's uh, it's uh, wonderful to see Aaron Rodgers struggle so much with that concept. Uh, just, you know, as an aside. Um we're gonna break down the uh, the Week Ten uh, Lions game on the road against Chicago. We're gonna go a little deeper into some stats into what I what I think they're doing with Justin Fields. Um, again, we were positive. We we came at last week's game from a positive standpoint, and look where it got. We got to win. It's beautiful, and the whole draft stuff. Um, yes, it's draft season, but let's win games. Uh, Coming at you guys right now is the Week week 10 Lions Preview. Lions fans, it's time for the podcast you've been waiting for. The show where Kool-Aid runs blue, faces turn red, and rose-colored glasses never go out of style. This is... The Detroit Lions Podcast. Okay, so coming off uh what was a pretty electric defensive performance against the packers um say what you want about rodgers he kind of sucked uh i think it's almost like he's washed but um there were multiple throws that he made in that game that that i shook my head at like what's happening um regardless uh we're happy to see them them beat the packers and it's too early i know it's draft season cuz it's always draft season but it's too early to be worrying about their draft position it's gonna end up whatever it is i've been i've been like doing draft stuff shit for a long time and it's just it is the most futile um it's a, it's wasting your time and energy uh worrying about all that stuff now Having said that, in about eight weeks or seven weeks, maybe you guys can point me back to what I just said when I'm fretting about where they are in the order of the draft, because I will be. So maybe perhaps don't listen to me when I'm saying this stuff, because I'm going to contradict myself in the future. And I know I will, but it's, you know, it is what it is. Okay. So we're going to we're going to do our normal dive into the stats and the the game and the numbers and all that stuff and then we're going to take a deeper dive into Justin Fields to see kind of what I think they're doing with him and why it's uh so problematic for a defense. So uh, the game total here, and remember, this is recorded on, on Thursday. So su- this stuff is subject to change based on injuries and all you know that stuff. So game t- the game total is 48.5 points. Chicago's a two and a half point favorite at home. Um generally speaking, the the theory, the prevailing theory is that a home team is is a, is it gives them a three-point edge. So that two and a half point total is kind of telling you that the numbers sort of believe that the Lions beat Chicago, like, you know, just over 50% of the time uh, playing on a neutral field for whatever that's worth. Implied total Chicago's at 25 and a half and Detroit's at 23. Okay, so um, getting to where, uh, where these teams are on offense. Um, running the ball on offense. The Lions are averaging 5.0 yards per carry, which is tied for seventh in the NFL. Chicago's averaging 5.4 yards per carry, which is number two in the NFL, but we need to consider that Justin Fields doing damage the way he has specifically the last four weeks, and we'll get into more of that. That's known as a tease in the business. Sorry. I've always wanted to say that. And now I said it and I feel stupid. Um, Let me compose myself. Uh, Yes, so 5.4 yards per carry for Chicago. That's second in the NFL. Uh, Rushing touchdown totals. Detroit has nine, uh, which is tied for 13th. Chicago has 10, which is tied for fifth in the NFL. Now passing, Detroit averages 7.4 yards per attempt, which is tied for 10th. And Chicago's averaging 7.1, which is 13th in the NFL. Passing touchdown totals, Detroit has 14, which is tied for ninth. Chicago has 10, which is tied for 18th. On defense, the Lions, the Lions rushing defense. They're surrendering 5.0 yards per carry, which is 28th in the NFL. Chicago's surrendering 4.8 yards per carry, which is tied for 24th. The Lions have given up 13 rushing touchdowns which is 31st in the NFL. Chicago's given up 15, which is last in the NFL. So you can see where, you know, there's going to be some rushing touchdowns scored in this game, according to the numbers. Uh, the passing defense, the Lions are allowing 7.8 yards per attempt, which is worst in the NFL. Chicago's allowing 7.2, which is 27th in the NFL. Uh passing touchdowns total. The Lions have given up 13, which is tied for 20th, and the Bears have given up 10, which is tied for 9th. Now now to an area where where there's a, a huge gap. Um and it's an interesting gap. Okay, so the Lions have generated 12 sacks on defense, which is tied for 30th. Chicago has generated 13th, which is 29th, okay? 13 sacks for Chicago, 29th in the NFL. Here's the chasm. Detroit has surrendered on offense they've surrendered 13 sacks which is really good. Um it's fourth in the NFL, fourth best. Chicago has surrendered 33 sacks, which is 31st in the NFL. It's a huge huge gap. So you can see you can see the the um an opportunity for the Lions, but in within that with inside that opportunity is is very much danger and we'll talk about that. Um, interceptions, um, on defense, the Lions have, have registered five interceptions, which is tied for 21st. Obviously they had a bunch last week against Aaron Rodgers. Uh, Chicago has nine, which is tied for fifth. So Chicago is doing a good job of getting turnovers on defense. Uh, Detroit has thrown seven, uh, interceptions, which is tied for 20th and Chicago has thrown six, which is tied for 10th. Okay. So, so doing all that, And thinking about what Justin Fields has done the last couple weeks because he's generating a ton of production as a runner, I wanted to look back at, uh, like, when did this start? What's the trend? What's happening here? So I looked at it in four-game segments, and there is a clear jumping-off point for for what Justin Fields is doing. Um, He is not an effective passer at this point. Uh, The numbers bear that out. Um, so I'm just going to, we'll just get into it. So, uh, in weeks two to five, I'm looking at this in four week segments. So in weeks two to five, Justin Fields averaged, uh, 10 completions on 18 attempts for 140 yards. That's it. Uh, he threw for one touchdown and three interceptions total in that four week span. Like, you know, um, he ran the ball an average of 8 attempts for 42 yards in in that span, okay? And he had one rushing touchdown total in that 4-week span. So, we're not looking at a player who's doing tons of damage running the ball, but enough to be, you know, something that you got to pay attention to. Um interestingly, over that that span, the Bears averaged 31 rushing attempts for 172 yards, which is about five and a half yards a carry. So, you know, um doing a good job running the ball. Uh, obviously buoyed a little bit by by what Justin Fields is doing. Now let's move forward to week six to nine, where there is a clear difference. Um, passing, it's still not good. Um, it is what it is, but on average, these are the averages for this, for that, for the latest four-week span. Uh, He's 15 of 25 for 161 yards. He has thrown seven total touchdowns in those four games and two interceptions. Okay. Um, He had three interceptions the the previous four week span. So again, this latest four week span, 15 of 25 on average for 161 yards, seven total touchdowns, two interceptions. Rushing. This is where it goes. It's off the rails. And this is the problem for the entire, this is the, everything we're going to talk about is this. Um, he's averaging twelve and a quarter carries per week for over a hundred, a hundred and two yards on average, rushing per week, and he's got three total touchdowns over that span. Interestingly, and it doesn't mean all that much. Um, Chicago's gone from thirty-one carries a week to, to just over thirty-one carries a week to thir- just over thirty-nine carries a week, and it's and. The previous four weeks that we were, they were averaging five and a half carries or five and a half yards per carry. Right now, it's five point nine, a little over five point nine in this four-week span. So, so um, I did this for golf too, and we'll talk about that in a second. But, but you are seeing in weeks two to five, Justin Fields being somewhat limited as a passer and not being all that effective as a runner either. Um, Somewhat, but you know, nothing crazy. And then you look at you know, the last four weeks. And I know that he had the huge week last week. But but if even if we just break it down game by game, um, in week seven or week six, he had 88 yards on 12 carries. In week seven, he had 82 yards on 14 carries. In week eight, he had eight carries for 60 yards. Last week, he had 15 for 178 yards. So you can see there is a, you know, the Bears have recognized that getting him involved running the ball is really the ticket to getting him productive. It is a huge problem uh, for, the, for specifically the Lions defense in this matchup. Um let's back up just a second. I'll tell you what Goff has done and the Lions running running game has done over the last four weeks. Because it is not uh the Lions have the Lions are in trouble on offense. They are not running the ball well. Goff is not playing well, and he's not. Let me rephrase. Goff is playing fine. He's not a difference maker right now. Um, he has... Uh, so the Lions had the bye in week six. So we're talking in week seven, eight, and nine. He Goff averages 21. His average is 21 for 30. Um, he's averaging one touchdown and one interception in each of those three games. Okay? He has three total, for, uh, three total passing touchdowns and three interceptions in that three-week span. Now, the Lions' rush offense... Um, I know I told you earlier that they're averaging five yards a carry overall. Where did my papers go? Yes, the Lions are are tied for seventh in the NFL overall, averaging five yards a carry. But if we just break it down into what's happened after the bye, the Lions are averaging 25 carries for 105.3 yards, um, which is 4.2 yards per carry. They've had two total rushing touchdowns in that three-week span. So we're seeing a little bit of a a depressed running game. Um, it's not, it's not as potent as it was to start the season and we're looking at a three game stretch. So it's not just a a one game anomaly. It's, uh, the lions are not running the ball effectively as effectively as they were. And golf has just been very, very average. Um, so that's where that's where the lions are on offense. Um, you know, we the Lions defense looked a lot better last week, but that's it's one game against what looked like a very uh disinterested what I don't even know how to describe what 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 happened with with that. Um Okay, so let's get into I have a lot of thoughts and I'm going to bounce all over the place just cuz it's um I suppose I need to write my thoughts down and then go by point by point, but I'm not going to do that. So um Fields running the ball is uh, as problematic for a defense as – it's just – it's a huge problem. It just is. So in a perfect world, you would play a game – you would play the game and put Fields in a situation where he couldn't leave the pocket and force him to beat you as a passer and if you can do that he will not do that. He is not he I I just don't I do not believe where he is as a player right now that he can sit back even if you give him a little bit of time. I don't know that he is a player that I would say if you give him time in the pocket he will pick you apart on defense. I just I don't think that's what fields is right now and I think the numbers bear that out. So again, in a perfect world are can you do that? Are you able to prevent him from leaving the pocket and generating yards yards uh, running the ball um i don't think they're going to be able to do that i think i think one of the things that's absolutely happened is that in this last group of games the bears have understood that they needed to that they need to give field some designed runs um i think it's easy to see that that there that there are designed runs happening where the play is not intended for him to pass at all those are hard to defend they just are. Um, so then you get into the concept of how do you defend how, – how can you defend that? And one of the ways you do that is with a spy on defense. And generally that would be like, you know, a linebacker kind of a player. But Fields is so fast. And, um, you know, if he makes the spy miss and it's the spy's job to spy the quarterback – He's into open areas where he's just gonna run away from people, and it's super dangerous uh Do the Lions have a player on staff right now who can run with fields but also be disciplined enough not to get themselves out of position and into uh, having to take bad angles to fields and i don't I'm worried about it I'm legit worried that fields is gonna bust off a couple of big runs um they're going to design runs for him he's going to he's going to run the ball 10 plus times um we've seen their their offense do be a very different offense in the last 4 weeks as opposed to the previous four we just have so i wouldn't expect them to do anything different um the other thing that you can do if you are spying or not spying whatever it is you're going to ask your defensive uh, your edge player specifically to play more of a contain game and ask them to not get up the field or widen so much to give him running lanes. So don't expect Aiden Hutchinson and and Pascal and, and Charles Harris and whoever else is is rushing the passer. Um I wouldn't expect them to be super productive in this game. So don't be frustrated or um questioning where are these guys? Why are they why are they not getting home? Kind of, you know. Um one of the ways that you can contain and prevent big plays from a running quarterback is to is to, is to kind of hang around the peri- the perimeter, not widen, not get too far up the field, and just slowly squeeze him, right? Um so that would be what I would expect the Lions defensive line to do. Um I would imagine they would do they'll do a bunch of different things. they'll throw blitzes in here and there. They may stunt some stuff, trying to catch him, uh, you know, on these design runs kind of stuff. But but in the end, it's, it's do you have a spy for him? The answer is probably no. Uh, as hard as it is to say that, Justin Fields is really quick. He's very fast. So if, if, the, if the Bears are doing a lot of the design runs, they're running plays to get him to the edge of, of the defense. And get him running into space, that's that's problematic. So um the Lions are gonna have to to run to the ball, they're all gonna have to pursue, they're gonna have to take good angles, uh, great effort this week. I don't expect it will I expect that will happen. It's just uh I mean I you know, in a perfect world can Malcolm Rodriguez spy fields? Can I don't know that I'd ask Derek Barnes to do it. Um can it be a smaller defensive back who does? I don't know. Um, but in theory, you would have a spy in, in some situations. Uh in theory, you're doing a lot of contained. Um you wanna you wanna prevent him from just running loose. Uh we saw it last week. He had 15 carries for 178 yards and the long touchdown, and it's just like, what do you do? Um, so you do your best to prevent all that th- all that stuff, and as as easy as it is to say, let's prevent it, it's really hard to do it. It just is. So I would expect a little bit of frustration during this game that not only are they not pressuring him, but then they're allowing him to escape and get into the secondary and run, and it's like, okay, that's what he is. That's what he's doing. That's where he's been super effective the last four weeks. I'm not trying to portray, to to paint a, or portray a negative um perspective on what the what the Lions defense is going to do this week or or where they're at. It's just what are you going to do? He's fast. He's very effective as a runner. They have unlocked part, that part of his game in the last 4 weeks and they've really made him a just a massive weapon for their offense. In a perfect world, can you stop that? Can you limit that? Yeah, you want to, but good luck. Um, okay, so that's the lion, uh, the bears on offense. There's more. Um, it's interesting as as Fields has emerged as more of the the runner. It looks like Khalil Herbert and David Montgomery have taken a step back as far uh, as far as um, you know not necessarily being involved cuz they're still running the ball a lot like a lot. Um they're averaging, you know, almost 40 carries a game. But it's Fields who's really doing the damage. So uh but but again, Herbert's a really good running back. David Montgomery's a really good running back. These guys are very capable and it's obvious that they want to run the ball more than throw the ball. So so it's going to be a matter of what are what are the Lions able to do? Uh are they are they able to put the Bears into situations where they have to throw, or they, or, or you know, can the bears then design things around that and run in situations and just keep on, you know, picking off first downs? And I, I mean, you could, I guess, I'm worried about <laughs> as a summary, I'm worried about fields running the ball, um, both as a scrambler. And and then their design running game because because they're giving they're doing it a lot more now than they were even four five six weeks ago, so um, I don't think I mean the addition of of Chase Claypool is an interesting addition. Um, Cole Komet's a, a reasonable option as a tight end. He scored a couple times last week. Um. I mean, they have interesting players. They're just it's they're not effective throwing the ball. Darnell Mooney's a good receiver, but I think he's more of a number two. Uh Claypool is more of a contested catch down the field player. Um, I'm not sure Fields is really gonna give him a lot of opportunities right now. Now, I'm not saying that Fields isn't gonna throw the ball to him, you know, running verticals if he's running past the defense. That's fine. He he will. But you know i think if you if you play a safety over the top of of uh of claypool you can limit it you can limit what he does and then it's just a matter of it's really it's very vanilla what they do on offense as far as throwing the ball and they're you know they've ticked it up a little bit over the last four games but they're still not you know they're averaging 161 yards passing a week um so it's just you know uh he's been opportunistic as a passer in the last four games, he's got seven total touchdowns um, fields is playing better, but, but it's a bit of a mirage because he's doing it all running. I mean, his, his production is mainly coming from running the ball. And, and as um, sometimes we have to separate out the fantasy production from the actual production of a player um, as a fantasy player, Justin Fields has been electric the last four weeks. It's, it's been ridiculous. But as a passer, it's still kind of the same as it was. There's still not a lot to be seen there. There's just, it's just, you know, it's, it's, it's okay. So the Lions are going to have, uh, they're going to have a tough task. Uh, and I'm going to be actually in Chicago to see this. So I'm I'm really curious to see how they, what they do on defense and how they try to prevent fields from, from gashing them running the ball. Um I'll report back. But uh yeah, so so we know what the uh, what the problems are for the Lions on defense and it's simply about containing fields. Um there are there's a bunch of ways to try to do that but in the end it's it's uh you know, containing not getting it's being super disciplined um as far as their defensive line goes and not getting out of their rush lanes and not widening and not getting too far up the field um even if an even if an offensive lineman gives it to you like you know Hutchinson lines up over the right tackle and the, and the tackle wants him and just sort of gives him the edge Hutchinson has to recognize there's a reason for that and he needs to slow down and not necessarily take the bait there so um the Lions defense their front four their front four and their linebackers are going to have to play a very very disciplined football game We'll see what happens. Um, I don't think that they're going to do a great job of, of of limiting fields. I think we can see, like if you look at Jalen Hurts in Week One, um, you can see if if you remember back to Week One, you can see how the rush, the pass rush got there, but just couldn't finish Hurts, and then he was off and running, and that's problematic. So, so hopefully they've learned, and there'll be a little bit less of that. But you know, I think there's legit reason to be very fearful of what fields can do as a runner, uh, and to tr- tr- just to try to uh, make him beat you as a passer. So that's what the lions, that's where the, the bears offense lions defense is. Now the lions on offense, um, like I mentioned, they just have been a little, they've been a little less explosive. Maybe this is the loss of, I mean, obviously, you know, we should expect that they've lost a lot of key players. Injuries have been a huge problem. DeAndre Swift, um, I mean you can see it last week. He he comes in and he and he and he scores. He just he's super explosive catching the ball, but he's just not effective running it. And he's banged up. Um it limits what they can do on offense. And and Goff to me has taken a step back to where to kind of what my fears about him are, and that's he's just very meh. Um and he has been. He's looked. He's looked out of sorts. Um, I want to say, let me look. But I think the Dallas game was part of that. Yeah, Dallas, Miami, and Green Bay. So Dallas, you can understand because of the pressure they bring, and I, it was fine. Um, I think he played horribly against Dallas. He played scared. Uh, he he would not step up into the pocket, even if even if it was there for him. He wanted to go out the back door and and leaving. Uh, you know, leaving the back door is a is a horrible idea. Uh it changes the angles in which the offensive tackles have to block. Um, meaning, you know, if if, you, if a quarterback's landmark is say nine, ten yards deep, and he's now 13, 14 yards deep bailing, uh, it just it's really hard to block at those angles for the for the offensive tackles. It's super hard to do. Um, you can see Patrick Mahomes get his tackles into trouble uh, all the time because it's kind of what he has done and i think it's one of the reasons they moved on from Tyreek hill is because they want him more inside the structure i don't know why i'm talking about mahomes whatever um so goff has played he hasn't been bad but he hasn't been good either and you know you can explain some of it injuries you can explain it they're they're lacking weapons and all the you know the stuff but they need him to play better um there's an opportunity this week for the lions to to establish the running game again because the bears are just not good uh defending the run um neither team's good in this game defending the run and this is this is kind of like you know um you have the the worst run defense giving up touchdowns against the second worst run defense giving up touchdowns i would expect we see some rushing touchdowns um you know i mean it's sometimes these games don't go to go to you know to plan and, you know, the passing games are going to get involved here too, but it's, you know, this is an opportunity for, for the Lions to reestablish the ground game and to do it with power. Um, it does feel like, and we've talked about this weekly, that that one of the ways to prevent the opposing offense from scoring a lot is to, is to reduce the amount of possessions that you give them. And I feel like... Um, I don't worry so much about the passing game for the Bears but but I do think that it might be a good idea to limit in some ways giving Chicago offensive possessions just because you're worried so much about what they're about the quarterback running. So, uh the best way to do that is just to run the ball, take time off the clock and sort of control uh we're going to dictate the terms of how this game is going to be played. Uh the Lions offensive line is fully capable of doing that against this this defensive line. Um, the bears traded Roquan Smith. So, you know, I would imagine the run defense will be, will suffer from that trade. Um, it's a bad run defense already. I I think that they're, they're allowing 4.8 yards of carry. The lions are allowing five. Um, it would be great for the lions to get back on track, running the ball and just, and just pounding it down, uh, the bears throats, just kind of you can't stop us from running the ball, and we're just going to continue to. And then running play action stuff off of that. Again, I think the strength of what of where the Lions offense is is in running the ball and play action, short the short passing game, a lot of the stuff that we've we've seen to Amon Ross St. Brown. Um still, you know, that's kind of what we should expect to see. Uh there's no reason to think that the Lions can't. Put themselves in a position to score points in this game. They should. Um, you know, this this game has sneaky over potential. Um, it's going to be cold, so uh, you know that. You know, Jared Goff will fumble the ball uh, if it's cold and windy. That's a problem for Goff uh, specifically because he can't. He's not going to run like Fields is. So that gives that gives Chicago an advantage. So it's something to pay attention to. But this game does have sneaky over potential just because both teams are not great on defense. And, you know, you can see, like last week, Miami and the Bears went bananas scoring points. Um, The Lions have done this against teams that have scored a bunch of points on them, uh, specifically when those teams don't have great defenses. Philly in week one, Seattle, um, teams that the, the quarterback can run and and uh, give the Lions defense fits. The Lions have to stay in these games and, and, and play at a pace, and they can do this running the ball. They can run it effectively enough to, to score enough points to stay in these games. So that's kind of where it is. Uh, I would love to see Jared Goff play a – I would love to see him t- win a game for the Lions, like be the reason why – they win a game or be the reason why they continue to string first downs, uh, hang in the pocket and make good throws. Um, not necessarily, I'm not asking them to get abs to get obliterated to make throws, but, but when you can step into up into the pocket, do that and give your receivers a little more time to get open and, and, you know, get the ball there on time. Uh, I would expect amon Radis, uh, Amon Ra- St. Brown to have a big game this week. um, a bunch of catches. So, you know, like you know, seven, eight, nine catches kind of thing. Um interestingly, the uh the trade of TJ Hawkinson, whether we like it or don't like it, it's totally understandable why they did do it. We talked about that last week. He had a nice first game with Minnesota. It's gonna be tough. Uh the the Lions don't just don't use didn't use Hawkinson the way that Minnesota did. So you saw last week, um, between Brock Wright who who is pretty much responsible for a lot of blocking and uh the rookie who caught a t- caught the touchdown pass he looks really good um he looked really good on when what I saw of him uh coming out of Virginia Tech I thought he looked I don't think he's a guy who's who's going to run away from a defense but he didn't look all that limited as a big player um if you if you if you put him on a linebacker and you run like crossers and slants and that kind of stuff. He's perfectly capable of running away from those, from the linebackers. He did that. Um He's a good route runner. I think that he can fine tune some of that stuff, but we, but you are looking at a, a scenario in where, you know, he's good enough as a, as a pass catcher that maybe he absorbs and mitigates the loss of Hawkinson to where it's not as painful, but, I think in the end, Hawkinson has a chance to put up good number numbers in the Minnesota offense. But we're going to be happy when it comes to the draft and when you're when you're able to pick off, you know, a pretty solid player. Uh, hopefully, a player that emerges for you uh, while giving Mitchell the the lion's share, so to speak, of the tight end volume going forward. Um, the loss of DJ Chark is still. I think long term, it's it's a huge loss, just because if if it is the same ankle and it is, um, you know, what's his health going to be going forward? I don't know. You know, it's that's tough. So, uh, you know, I don't know where Josh Reynolds is this week. We'll have to pay attention to the injury report. Um, He had a little back injury pop up last week. He's an important player for them right now because they don't have a lot of depth in the passing game. So, as I'm sitting here saying I want Goff to step up and be one of the reasons why they win games, I fully understand that the Lions are limited in uh with their weapons, but there's no reason for him not to be able to make plays um you know, inside the structure of their offense. I'm not asking him to be that guy because he's just not. He's you know, it's one of the it's one of the great things about looking at college uh, quarterbacks right now is the players who can create plays outside the structure of an offense and and make things happen when when stuff breaks down which it does all the time. Those guys are it's fun to watch them, but finding that guy uh going forward is going to be huge for the Lions because it would be think about just think about the Lions offense and when pressure gets home and Goff is either in the pocket or even you know running, there's really not a lot happening there. It's either he's getting sacked He's running out of bounds or he's throwing the ball out of bounds. There's really not a lot of outside the structure stuff happening where you could feel good about, all right, he's going to take off and run and either he's going to keep his eyes. And this is the perfect scenario is he keeps his eyes down the field because he still wants to throw or he's running with the ball to generate first downs. That's just not golf's game. So, you know, it would be great to see him make plays inside the structure of their offense and extend plays by stepping up into the pocket, we'll see what kind of pressure the bears the, the bears are going to bring. Um, but I think it's all there for them. I you know, obviously first and foremost it's running the ball and getting back to running the ball super effectively and then running play action and some other, you know, offensive concepts around that, but it's first and foremost getting back to uh, you know, second and four or second and three consistently because they're able to run the ball um you know the lions have they just they've looked a little they just haven't run the ball as effectively the last the last couple of weeks um so you know as a summary for this whole thing as we're, we've gone long uh this is going to come down to what the lions can do to prevent fields from creating big plays using his feet uh i hope the lions have a plan for this. I'm sure they, you know, they're not going to go into this week without a plan. It's just, how does it work? And then on offense, it's, you know, everything should open up for, for Detroit to be able to do the things that they want to do, which is first and foremost, running the ball effectively, getting into good down and distance and running play action stuff. Now, now something to talk about with play action and then we'll go. Um, Play action has nothing to do with with you can run you can run a play on first down and lose 3 or 4 yards running the ball and then you can run a play action pass the very next play and it doesn't matter that you lost 3 or 4 yards the play before what matters is whether you sold the play action to the defense and whether you sold it well enough to get them out of position to then throw behind them so it doesn't necessarily matter you know in the in a big picture it's not all that relevant how effective you are uh running the ball it's it's it matters what the action looks like and what it what it forces the second level players to do which opens up throwing lanes you know between the safeties and the linebackers kind of things um crossers drags that kind of stuff uh that's kind of what i would hope the lions get at as they run the ball and then they're a little conservative with the way they play on offense And it's just a short passing game where it's just consistently putting first, you know, stacking a first down on top of a first down and, you know, moving the ball down the field pretty easily. So that's the hope. Um, There's no reason to think that the Lions can't do this. It'll be a very interesting game because it's going to be in some weather. Um, It's at Soldier Field. It's going to be cold. It's going to be in the mid-30s there. Um, I don't know what the wind is like. I'm hoping it's not windy because I don't want to be super cold watching the game. Um, I know it's terrible. I'm complaining about being able to travel and see a lion's game on the road so i'm I am excited to see what their defense looks like um maybe more so than anything uh obviously watching offensive line play is something that i'm super uh i'm I'm super interested to see what that looks like. but you know the lions of the lions can and will do a good job of moving bodies. It's just you know let's let's see how explosive their running game is and what that means for for the big picture on sunday but um it's a tough task this week there's there's no denying that it's going to be a tough it's going to be a challenge to to meet uh limiting fields uh the things that he does well um and then responding to those to that with what they can do on offense so that's kind of the breakdown for this week um everybody have a great weekend let's enjoy uh hopefully another win a road win will be a big win. Um I don't think there's a I think it's you know toss a coin and we'll see we'll see what happens. Uh we'll be back next week, guys. Have a great weekend. Thanks. Let's bring it in here together. Let's go. Let's Woo! Lions on three. One, two, three. Yes! <laughs>